from Center City. This is the Roshik Nigeria update from the 2nd of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Starting with election news, Peter Obi, the presidential candidate of the Labor Party, launched his presidential campaign council and started his campaign on Saturday the 29th. The party postponed the launch of its campaign, which was to start on the 22nd for a week because of the floods that hit the country. On Tuesday the 27th, the Electoral Commission said that the media had an important role to play in next year's general election. The commission urged the media to fight misinformation and fake news that could affect the polls and asked them to promote transparency and openness. The president of the Union of Journalists said that all its members should be professional and avoid publishing fake news and promoting hate speech before and after the elections. Also on Thursday the 27th, the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation signed an agreement with South Korea multinational construction company Daewoo to rebuild the oil refinery in Carduna State. Daewoo is currently rebuilding another refinery in the state of Delta, which will be completed by next year. The Carduna refinery is one of the four refineries in the country that have not been operating for years, which has forced the executive to import most of the fuel the country consumes. And on that note about fuel, on Friday the 28th, the International Energy Agency advised countries like Nigeria to stop subsidizing the price of fuel as these subsidies are expensive. The agency said that they should instead invest in clean energy technology to reduce their dependence on fossil fuels. As we told you last week, various countries, including the U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany, and Ireland, among others, warned their citizens against non-essential travel to Abuja due to increased risk in terrorist attacks. On Thursday the 27th, the inspector general of the police force confirmed that law enforcement officers and other security agencies will ensure residents and citizens are safe so they can go about their business and social activities without worry. He urged residents in the capital city, Abuja, to remain vigilant and report any suspicious activities in their neighborhood to the police. You can check out the emergency numbers in our show notes. And what other measures is the government taking to ensure public safety? On Saturday the 29th, the Turkish ambassador to Nigeria said Turkey had delivered drones to the country and that they will arrive in Nigeria soon. The ambassador said he hoped this defense equipment would improve the effort of the Nigerian government in fighting terrorists and contribute to peace and security in the country. Next up, some health news. On Monday the 31st, the Center for Disease Control updated its Ebola health advisory. The center said that even though it had developed an action plan to stop the virus from spreading and increased health checks of passengers that enter into the country, it still advises citizens not to travel to Uganda until the country's health authorities say that the outbreak is contained. Up to Monday, the 28th of October, Uganda had reported just over 100 Ebola cases. The center also advised travelers who had been to Uganda in the last 21 days, which have symptoms like fever, muscle pain, sore throat, diarrhea, weakness, vomiting, stomach pain, or unexplained bleeding or bruising, to contact health authorities. The WHO said on Monday the 31st that just about 200,000 cases of coronavirus have been recorded in Nigeria since the pandemic broke out in 2020. 
Thus, Nigeria ranked 10th among the African countries with the highest number of cases. Talking about the coronavirus on Wednesday the 2nd, the primary healthcare development agency said that COVID-19 was still active and urged citizens to get vaccinated. According to the agency, up to Tuesday the 1st, 50 million or 45 percent of the population had been fully vaccinated. In unrelated news, on Friday the 28th, the IMF warned the central bank to be careful in its plan to redesign the higher denominations of the Naira as any slip-up in the process will undermine confidence in the country's economy. The central bank will release newly modeled 200, 500, and 1,000 Naira notes in the middle of December, and citizens and residents will have until the 31st of January to change old banknotes to the new currency. On Sunday the 30th, President Buhari posted on his Twitter account that he supports the central bank's decision to redesign banknotes. According to him, it will help the bank reduce the excess cash that's in circulation and therefore reduce the inflation rate. Speaking about money, on Monday the 31st, Vice President Orsimberjaw said the executive needs about $10 billion yearly to implement its energy transition plan. The plan aims to address climate change and achieve net zero emissions by 2060, and the UN Sustainable Development Goal Number 7, which has to do with having universal energy access by 2030. On to more news on finance. Several states presented their 2023 budget during the week. On Thursday the 27th, the Delta state governor presented its budget. The state plans to spend just above $1 billion. The budget estimates a crude oil production benchmark of almost 2 million barrels per day, an oil price of $70 per barrel, a real gross domestic product growth of almost 4%, and a 17% annual inflation rate. Also on Thursday the 27th, the Lego state governor presented the budget to the state House of Assembly. The state plans to spend almost $4 billion, and since it will only generate just above $3 billion in revenue, the governor said it will borrow about $800 million, but it did not say from whom. Since we mentioned Lagos, China Harbor Engineering Company completed the construction of the Lakey Deep Seaport in the state and handed the port to the operators, to Larum Group, at an event held on Monday the 31st. At the event, the Lagos state governor promised to expand the roads leading to the port to a six-lane road to help ease traffic from the port. On that note about ventures, cloud infrastructure company Amazon Web Services opened its first office in Nigeria on Tuesday the 1st. This is its second African office. The Minister of Communications and Digital Economy welcomed the company and said Amazon will help meet the national digital economy policy and strategy of the government. From a new venture to one that shut down, Chinese petroleum company Addix Petroleum sold all its assets to the government-owned Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation on Wednesday the 2nd and closed its operations in the country. The head of the National Petroleum Corporation said the deal would boost the production of crude oil from the assets as Addix Petroleum was not properly developing them. And on to some entertainment news. Music star Davido's three-year-old son drowned in his pool at his Lagos home on Tuesday the 1st. 
On a more positive note, the 18th edition of the Africa Movie Academy Awards was held on Sunday the 30th. Nigerian Films won eight awards at the event. Man of God won the award for Best Nigerian Film and Best Costume. Here, Love Lies won the award for Best Film by an African-born director living abroad. Would you like to check out the full list of winners? You can go to the link in our show notes. And finally, some sports news. The women's under-17 football team won bronze at the World Cup in India. They beat Germany in the third-place match on Sunday the 30th after they lost to Colombia in the semifinals on Wednesday the 26th. And that's it for this week. A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned we were looking for knowledgeable, interesting volunteers that wanted to have some special conversations like interviews, but less interviewee about Nigeria. And it's not too late. If you're interested in being involved, you can always let us know at Nigeria at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K dot com. Odabo. Odabo.